Welcome to the Red River Podcast, where we recognize our strength relies on our bond. We are challenged to live a life on mission. So what does that look like as a wife, a mom, in my career, or just a typical everyday? We unpack the highs and lows as we share practical tips, uncover areas most of us work on, and thoughts on where to start. So grab a friend, and I'll introduce you to some of mine as we engage in coffee chats about how to live a missional lifestyle as an everyday woman. I'm your host, Candace Reyes, and you're listening to the Red Rover Podcast. Hey friend, welcome to the Red River Podcast. I'm your host, Candace R. Reyes, and I'm so glad you chose to join me today. We have a fun show in store for you today. All season long, I have invited guests to come on and talk on the show about how God is bigger than our excuses. And they have done such a remarkable job. And today's episode is not going to let you down, I promise, because Jennifer Hand is the executive director of Coming Alive Ministries, and she just recently wrote a book called My Yes is on the Table. And I am so excited to tell you all about it. But before I do, the month of May, we have been celebrating moms and we've been offering gifts every episode. One of them was 25% off our Red Rover Women's Conference on June 10th and 11th, which will be in Brookshire, Texas. Our guest speaker is Courtney Richard and Mary R. Schneider. And then we also have musical guest Alicia Dorsett. Friends, this is an event you're not going to want to miss. So if you are around the Houston or Katy area, Brookshire is just right up the road. If you aren't in those areas and you still want to come, there are so many different hotels that are around the area that are reasonably priced, and we would love to have you come join us. So if you log on to hookstocrook.com, that's right, hooks with the number two, crook.com, backslash mh merch and then use the code mom m o m that will give you 25% off your ticket for the Red Rover Women's Conference friends we have had so many different giveaways all month long and today is another one that i think you're going to love in fact Jennifer Hand like i just shared wrote the book my yes is on the table And this book is from a perspective of Joshua, who is talking about right before he claims the promised land. So many times, I think we get so close to our promised land, but we don't realize that we have the authority to claim it. And so I want, I so desperately would love for you to win this copy so you can learn tips on how to claim your own promised land that God has promised you. Friends, Jennifer and I talk about how she knew God was asking for her to place her yes on the table. And now that has become her life's motto. I'm so excited to offer one copy to a lucky winner. And if you are wanting to win this book, here's what you have to do. It's pretty simple. You log on to hookstocrook.com and join our email list. That's right. That's all you have to do. Become an email subscriber to hookstercrook.com. I don't email very often. I try to limit it to like one or maybe two a month. So I won't bombard you with email. But I will email you on May 20th if you are our winner for this incredible book. All right. So log on to hookstercrook.com to become an email list subscriber and enter for this drawing. Friend, Jennifer Hand is an executive director of Coming Alive Ministries, and she wishes she could sit down with you 
with a strong cup of coffee and ask each of you, what makes you come alive? Jen is the founder of Come Alive Ministries since 2012 and loves the honor of traveling nationally and internationally, providing an invitation to come alive in Christ through conferences, retreats, written resources, and counseling. Jen has had the joy of serving over 30 countries and speaking at around 40 events a year. With her master's degree in trauma counseling, God has opened a unique door for Jen to respond to after natural disasters around the world, providing trauma counseling and the hope of Christ in the holy ground of suffering. Friends, this episode was so much fun, and I think you're going to love it. So grab some paper and a pen with your favorite cup, and let's dive into my chat with Jennifer Hand. Hey, Jen, thank you so much for coming on the Red Rover podcast. It's an honor to have you tonight. You know what? This is so fun. And I had chips and salsa right before this in my apartment, my one bedroom apartment with some friends who randomly dropped it off. And what would make this even better if Candace, you were in my apartment too. Oh, having chips yes. So, you know, um, I, I'm just going to pretend. Okay. Okay. Well, I will pretend with you. I love chips and salsa. I, that's that's so fun. I would love to you be know, there. It's a good treat when your friends know it's been a heavy week and they just show up with chips and salsa and, and a street taco, which is the best. Hey, so. the street tacos are awesome. Absolutely. Yeah. It was just, yeah. So come on over. <laughs> I will do that. I'll do that. Chicken or beef, by the way. Um, actually chorizo. What is that? I don't know. Is that pig <laughs> sausage? Yeah, whatever. It's, a, it's not, I don't think it's, I think it's, I'm not sure what chorizo is. I just know it's greasy and I like it. And it's good. Yeah, it's good. Well, I'm excited that you chose to come on the episode with me tonight because I am excited about our topic. The theme mm. this, this year has been on God is bigger than our excuses. And I would love before we dive in to one of the responses that we received, I'd love to, to let our listeners know a little bit more about you and what is your passion and how does that influence you today? Oh, I love it. So my passion, if I boil it down to a tagline, is to live so fully alive in Christ that people want to know the God who is alive. And um, I really got a hold of that passion when I lived overseas um, in Nepal serving as a missionary. And I saw people trying to wake up their dead gods all around me, their statues. Um, it just was so heartbreaking, but then I came back to the Bible belt of the South where I live. And I saw people in church actually acting as if our God was not alive. And, and sometimes I can do that too. I'm, I'm, uh, I think that's why the Lord gave me this tagline is like, okay, I'm so passionate about if, if, I live fully alive in Christ. Other people are going to want to, it changes everything and they want to know him too. So that's my passion and, um, living it out is so fun. And I I remember as a little girl, I accepted Jesus, like knew that he was calling me to, to know him and to, um, to accept his invitation to life and to eternal life and him to work in my life now. And, uh, I got my precious moments Bible and I made all the kids come to Bible club on the playground and revival was happening, but it was not, necessarily. I mean, but they just wanted to go swing. So they were like, we're getting saved, (laughs) you know? So I developed a love for teaching God's word. Even then I like had such a passion and knew it's what I I wanted to be when I grew up was teaching God's word. 
That's incredible. Wow. At such a young age. I love that. I absolutely love that. And that brings me to my next question. What was the timeline from when you heard that calling on your life to, to embracing that calling? Well, I, yeah, I came to know Jesus at the age of seven. And, um, then at that same time I was in this, uh, girls in action club in church. And this is so funny. This is hilarious to me, but we made a salt map of Ghana, Africa, and we were learning about missionaries. Now, I don't know if I was missing salt in my diet or something, but you're not supposed to do this. Okay. But I took it home and I ate it. I ate it. <laughs> I ate the salt map. And I, I don't know if that's what started the, the fire in my belly, literally. <laughs> <laughs> or, uh, but I, that time is when I learned that there are people around the world that don't know about Jesus. And I remember at that young age being like, I want to be a missionary when I grow up. So putting those two things together and, um, I was blessed to be in a church that allowed me to be on mission, going through high school, going to mission trips and stuff. But yeah, it was after college and grad school where I then finally got the, a full calling to go live overseas in Nepal. And, um, so I said, yes, and went, and, um, it really is. The, the funny thing though about timing is I thought I was going to go live and die there because that's what to me a missionary did. And someday they were going to name an offering after me. <laughs> um, but the whole time I was there, God began to stir a restlessness in me that I mm. knew because to me, it felt comfortable to go mm -hmm. live on the other side of the world. Right. What didn't feel comfortable is to step out of that back into the unknown of, well, what am I if I'm not doing that? And wow. I begin to sense the Lord say, I have something different from you than you thought. And mm. I think there might be a listener here who's maybe experienced that too, where right. you hear the Lord say, I have something different than you thought, even when it seems like the spiritual thing or the, like the ultimate calling was to be a missionary overseas as a single woman. And I'm like, what will people think? And so it took me a full, the full two years arguing with the Lord. But then mm. I knew my full yes was to come home. And I didn't even know what I was coming home to Candace. So, really? you know, um, I didn't know when I stepped back, I just knew that my yes had to come with no. And that mm. was saying no to living in a place that I'd come to know and love and come back right. to what I didn't know was next, you know? Right. So, um, right. so then I came home and God gave me, it took a while. It took a couple of years to know what I came home for and what his next was and right. learning in the now, like, oh, he's, he wants my yes when it doesn't look like what I expected. Mm, mm, yes, that's so good. And I loved how you just said your yes meant there had to be a no. Yeah. And, and we don't always like that, do we? <laughs> no, no, we don't. Cause we don't like to say no, but to know that, you know, when we do say no to certain things, it's, it allows us to say yes to the right thing. Mm -hmm. Right. And, and sometimes what we're saying no to seems really, really good and godly and yes, um, yes. So surrender to be like, but this is the ultimate calling, right? <laughs> and, um, to not know what you're coming back to um, to have to tell people, oh, I told you I was going to live there and die there someday. Mm. Oh, but I'm coming home. I don't know why just because here's my yes, you know? Right. Right. This is what God's told me to do. Yeah. I, Wow. And I know there are listeners that are like, oh, but that's the most terrifying thing in the world. I don't want to say yes to God because what if he calls me to live somewhere <laughs> where there's not crime or coffee creamer, you know, right? or only two hours of power a day. But we all can identify with the, I want to say yes, but 
Yes. <laughs> they yes. Look yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And in fact, we, we polled uh, a lot of our social media people and we asked them what has stopped you in the past from saying yes to the calling mm-hmm. in your life. And we got back so many responses, but there's one, when I sent this over to you, as we invited you to come over and talk with me, there was one that really resonated with you. And I'd love for us to unpack that tonight. And that was, isn't it easier just to hide? Jen, mm-hmm. how does that resonate with you? I think probably, first of all, people that know me would not think that that's the one I would pick because I am extroverted. I'm not the one that's going to come into a party and you'd be like, is she there? (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm going to, I love a party. I, I love people, people, people all the time. I love to tell a story in the middle of the party. Um, so I think this would shock anyone that that's the one I would pick is that it's easier to hide. Um, but I think part of it is I grew up as an identical twin, which is so fun. She's my best friend from the womb, my womb mate to now, um, but identical twin and a lot of times people didn't even know which one was which. So they didn't call our names. Like we were the hand twins and, um, it was very easy to hide in that identity and to, um, you know, we did everything together. We dressed like way too long, way too long, you know, cause my mom thought it was cute. So, uh, way too long, Candace. And so it was very easy to hide. But, and then I remember when she, um, got married and I'm like, Oh, who am I now? It's not the hand sisters anymore, you know, and going through that. And, and I think I just learned from an early age that I liked hiding because it didn't feel as vulnerable like hiding behind my identity in someone else or hiding behind my identity in a title or a, Mm. so for me, the idea of just like hiding in the Lord Mm. is safe. Mm. Um, But when you say yes to him, the enemy tries to tell you that you are (laughs) like stepping out there alone or that he's not got your back or, you know, it just Mm -hmm. feels very vulnerable. Um, to me. And I think I picked that one also is because I'm launching the biggest dream of my life. Like the thing that for 11 years I got knows, like, um, I don't know if you guys have ever um, experienced rejection, but I got 11 years of it before God said, this is the time for this book um, and this yes. And so it feels like this is my biggest dream and I'm stepping out there and what if, and and so it's easier to want to shrink back. And so there is a passage in Hebrews that says, we are not of those who shrink back and throw away our confidence. Mm. And I have to remind myself that all the time, especially this week, Candace, this week I wanted to hide. So, you know, I don't have it all together. I wanted to shrink back and, um, but God, right. Right. The yes is worth it. Yes. The yes is worth it. Absolutely. And I'm so glad you said yes, because you're right. You are working on a big project and I'd love for you to share a little bit about that project with us. Yes. Um, so this book is my dream because, um, a couple of years ago, the Lord asked me the question, will you say yes? And I'm like, God, I have, I moved to the other side of the world for you. I came back home. I, I started a nonprofit. I live on faith. I, you know, my bank account shows that I said yes to you and not to what could make a lot of money or make sense. (laughs) Right. And, um, so, but the Lord just really laid the phrase on my heart. Will you live with your yes on the table? And what that means is whenever I say go or do, or, um, ask you something on a mundane Monday, 
or on a crazy Friday when someone's like, hey, there's been a cyclone in Mozambique and they need trauma debriefing and care. Can you come Mm -hmm. tomorrow? Mm -hmm. Well, you already have put your yes before me and said my yes is on the table. And so I began to, God stirred that message in me. And then I began to read the book of Joshua chapter by chapter. And the way that God put these two messages together was I was in the Middle East. Um, I did not want to say yes to that trip because it was a time where things were really crazy in the Middle East. Well, they always are, but things were really, uh, there was a lot going on, um, but planes were being bombed down. Wow. And people told me, if you go, you will probably die. And I had people come and tell me, do not leave on this trip. But God said, say yes and do it afraid. And that's where I learned to move from fear stops into faith steps. Mm. And I went to the Middle East and I will never forget when I got there, I was in indisclosed country in someone's house who was wearing a burqa, all I could see were her eyes. And she said to me, she said, I had a dream last night that you were coming. She said this through a translator in Arabic. Mm. And I said, really? And she said, a man named Jesus told me in the dream that you were coming to tell me who he was. And I was like, wow, what if I had let fear stop me? and not gotten to put my yes on this table and tell her who Jesus is. And um, so that became the the seeds of faith to writing this book called My Yes is on the Table, Moving from Fear to Faith. And while I was there, I got to stand on Mount Nebo and look over into the promised land and picture Moses being there and not getting to step in. And um, I began to study the book of Joshua and learn that they got to step in, but they had to make some choices to move from fear to faith. And so wow. that's kind of where it started. And so this book is moving us, moving me. I have to, I, sometimes I'm like, oh, I wrote that. I have to live this out. <laughs> right. Right. Yes. Uh, I would like to hide. Uh, even this week during book launch season, I'm like, it'd be easier to hide. Um, but moving from fear to faith uh, is what this book is about. And it takes us, each chapter takes us through a chapter of the book of Joshua as well. So, wow. Wow. That's incredible. Now, you know, you talk about putting your guests on the table and that there was some resistance a little bit. You were a little fearful about some of the things. And, um, for me, it took me about seven years before I actually said yes to the calling that God gave me. Um, and the reason for that, for my hesitation to embrace that calling was I had two, two fears, uh, fear of success Mm -hmm. and fear of failure. And, um, you know, over the years, God has shown me that, um, God keeps building my faith to trust him and to cultivate my pace. Mm -hmm. Um, and that he is the vine and we are the branches and that he will supply the nutrients that we need to be sustained and produce the fruit that we bear. Now, my fear was the fear with fear of success. I, I thought it was going to be this big grand thing. And I wasn't going to be able to handle that. I'm an introvert. I, I don't, I love people, but I, I love my, my little home as well, you know, <laughs> my little room. And, um, you know, God was like, but I want you to step out and, mm-hmm. and trust me in this, um, and know that even though, yes, you will be successful because you said yes, mm-hmm. even though my success, even though my vision for success it's not what I I have. My success is what he envisions. Mm -hmm. And so being willing to, to do that. Now, 
would you be, can you share about a moment in your journey where looking back now you see God interceding for you and maintaining your pace? Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, I think it's easy to think about all the 11 years of no Mm -hmm. (laughs) in my speed, my writing journey, um, where each time God showed me to worship in the wait, but that mm-hmm. worshiping also meant doing some work in the wait. And, yes. um, and it didn't mean always just tucking away and staying still. It meant, um, just when you say yes, it means doing the work too. And so right. learning, and, um, I just think like, I, wanted to give up so many times Mm. because rejection stinks. Um, but at the same time, I now know what God was teaching me, preparing me, moving me into was getting me ready to not Mm. hide when it's Mm -hmm. easier to hide, which was my fear. Mm -hmm. And then I, in the book actually talk about this very thing. I do, um, every year in January, I do Laura Casey's cultivate what matters planner. And when you, and I'm not a planner, I'm, I'm not a to-do lister. I'm I, the only reason I like it is because it has stickers. And if I <laughs> use fun, it helps, you know, and, um, the beginning is a lot of prep work for your heart. And she always asks, what are your fears? And one, I just try to write whatever comes to my mind. And I wrote that very thing. I wrote, I am afraid of success and I'm afraid of failure. And where does that leave you? It leaves you stuck right in between doing nothing. Mm-hmm. And, um, mm-hmm. so God, I believe it's just, God's timing in 2020 of September, when I got the contract to Moody was, he was, he prepared me for that. Yes. Yes. Um, and it went through 11 years of waiting, right. But that right. whole time, and I want to encourage the listeners the whole time that felt like waiting, God was working behind the scenes. It's like the big space between Malachi and Matthew seems silent and like mm-hmm. nothing's happening. But that whole time, God is working behind the scenes for when he's going to burst forth onto the earth with his son and his glory is going to penetrate heaven to earth. And then that glory is going to bring itself and live out through our stories when we say yes to him. Yes. Yes. Oh, I love that. I love that. Yes. You know, I keep thinking of, um, as you were talking, my family and I, we went to Hawaii and while we were there, we wanted to snorkel and the, the waves in Hawaii, they're huge. And they were mm. crashing against these rocks. And, um, we went to this cove to, to snorkel and we saw all these people in the cove and we thought, oh, we're not going to see much. If we go to the cove, we need to go out. We need mm. to go where, where, where the big fish are. Well, Jen, that was the scariest thing I ever did in my life because those waves were so high. And as I was watching my daughter, she was, she was on her stomach snorkeling and this wave comes and he, it was pushing her, um, fast towards one of the lava rocks to where she was going to hit her head. And I was like, that's it. We're not doing this anymore. And so I packed up the kids and we left and we went to the cove where everybody who's wise was, (laughs) (laughs) and and we're so we go to the cove and jen we see sea turtles we swim with sweet sea turtle we got to see all these different fish and as i was i sat in the water and i watched these waves hit this giant rock over and over again and god was like don't go before the rock yes don't go before the rock because if you do go before the rock then sweet friend you're going to get hurt So you need to be mindful. I will take the brunt of the hits. If you just stay behind me 
and Mm. allow me to pace you at my pace because Mm. my timing is perfect. Yes. And so I, I love that. And I think it is such a reminder that that's this letter, three little letters. Yes. It seems like such a small word, but right. it impacts everything. And it is not a one time I'm putting it on the table. It is. I have to do it all day long. Yes. And it is God saying to me for years, I want you to be faithful in the small and believe that I'm doing big. Yes. And it is then though, because now my fear, that fear of success is real because then when you get that, you, when you could succeed, you're not hiding. Right. <laughs> so it's all tied together, you know? Right. And I think the Lord said to Eve and Adam, why are you hiding? And the Lord is saying that to me, like, don't hide because if you will trust me and the story I'm writing, I am going to live out my glory in your story. And uh, yes. whether it's in the small, and there's a quote I read the other day that I can't get out of my heart. And it was DL Moody, who I, you know, I'm kind of partial to since my book's coming out with Moody. And he said, if God is your big business partner, why would you not dream big? Uh, and I think that has just, I have not stopped thinking about that because I want to dream big for this book. I am praying because mm-hmm. I want a yes revolution to start, but I also want to trust, um, that it's not about, um, I don't want to buy into the pressure of big. I just mm-hmm. want to believe. God is bigger and can do more yes. than I can imagine. And even when that is in the behind the scenes small. So Amen. there you go. Amen. Yes. I love that quote. That is a great quote from Moody. Oh man. That was good. Okay. Friends. I know you are going to want to know how to find out more about Jen, where to get this book, all those things. And how cool is this? Jen is giving one listener a free book. Yes. I, yeah. I'm telling you guys, you're going to want to have this book because it is, it's so good. And Jen, how can our people find out more about you? How can they become friends with you? <laughs> share share about all the stuff. I want to be friends with all of you. So yes. Um, so you can find me at coming alive ministries.com. Um, and also I have a podcast called coming alive conversations, which I'm going to have to have you on Candace. I need to do that. And, um, and then the book is available wherever books are sold. It's just so fun. I just like saying that it sounds like an infomercial wherever books are sold for nine money and three easy payments. Um, yeah, so I would love and um, Instagram I'm coming alive, Jen, and let's just be friends. I would love it. And my prayer is that when you if you get this book and you live your yes on the table, I cannot wait to hear and see what God does because it is in our yes. Mm. We get to see God move us into the actual promised land he has for us. And what I love is in the book of Joshua, they move, um, they stand on the edge, but unlike Moses on Mount Nebo, they actually get to go in and they don't only just go into the promised land, but they possess it. Mm-hmm. And I want to get to heaven knowing that I not only went into what the promise he had for me here on earth, but I got to possess it and live in it and, um, enjoy it. And in my book, I say, dance in it, you know, yes. like that is what I want for the listeners. I want that for all of us as we say, yes. Oh, I love that. I love that. They got to possess it friend, they got to possess it. And so I want to encourage you when you hear God tell you to step out in faith, let your yes be your success and then give God the rest. 
Jen, I am so grateful that you have come on and talked with us. And friends, if you are wanting to find out all of her, where to find her, how to get your book, how to get, uh, how to be that one listener who gets to have the free copy, um, all that information will be in our show notes below. So you want to make sure you check that out so that you can register to win the free copy. And- yes. And after you do that, come by my, um, and tell me that you are came from Candace. Cause I want to know who my, um, new friends, where they came from. And so that I can, um, get to know you guys. So, yes, yes. So you want to make sure you reach out to Jen. Um, and Jen, thank you so much for joining me tonight. It has been a true honor having you. It has been fun. I have had so much fun talking with you. Um, and I just, I, I can't wait to do it again. Oh, and listen, hearing about your ministry and the way you're living out your yes on the table, you have moved from fear to faith and you are possessing the land God has for you to the ends of the earth. Just like God called the disciple. He said for us to go and make disciples. And that is what you're doing. And so, yeah, I am so behind you and praying and excited about the yes that you're living out as well. Thank you. Thank you so much for saying that. Um, okay, friends, I am so glad that you joined us tonight. And I told, I told you having Jen has been incredible. So again, I can't wait for us to meet back up again and friend till next time, make your yes, be your success and then give God the rest. Hey friend, I hope you enjoyed my chat today. If you did, would you let me know by writing a short review? Also, one of the simplest ways for us to live a life on mission is to share the knowledge you learn. So if there was a friend that you thought about during this show that you think, hmm, I bet they would be inspired to hear today's episode, then can I encourage you to share it? You never know how it can impact somebody for the better. So again, I want to thank you for hanging out with me today. I'm glad you came. Until next week, remember, let your yes be your success and give God the rest.